Countries that don't exist anymore They used to exist but not anymore Now you know what this podcast is for It's countries that don't exist anymore Hey, welcome Hello everybody, hello Ed Hello Phil, welcome Yeah, welcome. So we're going to do a and a today It's oh, crazy isn't it I, I imagine when you clicked on the episodes of this episode You saw it said Q&A So you know this already, so spoilers So unless you don't know what a and a is uh, So Phil, what is a and a well, a q and A, I'd imagine, is when there is uh, a quiz, and then some answers are provided of that quiz. Or maybe it's when James Bond has a dirty weekend with, with Q. <laughs> I'm not going to say what A stands for. Um, yeah. Well, presumably A was the first one, uh, yeah. and Bond had shagged his way through the whole alphabet until Q turned up, and Q was an 80-year-old man, so Bond decided he had reached his limit. Yeah, but then why would he also have and A? Why, are they going to a memorial service for A? And that's when he's going to make his move? <laughs> but he doesn't necessarily know that A was dead. He might just retired. I think we can both agree that James Bond... A is could a, is have a... retired as a 25-year-old lady. Okay, that's true. But either way, James Bond is a <laughs> deeply unsavoury character. Um, yeah. Um, usually, obviously, we would have an in-between episode. But you know what? We've been going for a fair little while now. Yes. And we thought it was about time that you existers got in touch with your questions and your... Well, not your answers. <laughs> some some people <laughs> some people have got in touch with their answers, but we, we won't yeah. use them. Uh, Know-it-alls. Yeah, which is about time you listeners pulled your weight. And so I'm glad you're doing it finally. Good, exactly. So what we're going to do is we'll go through your questions and answers, then I'll be testing Phil in a special oh, no. quiz to see if he's been paying attention. Oh, you can no. play along at home. Oh, uh, no. And uh, we've got some, yeah, we'll have some other little announcements too, so lots to enjoy there. Yeah, and I'll be testing Ed on his uh, editing later on. Ooh. <laughs> and, and your name's even Ed-itting. I know. I know. I think that's why we I... should have different names. We should switch our names around. No, I think that's why I never, I refuse to do editing because it's nominative determinism, and I will not be told <laughs> what to do. In the same way, Phil, you yeah. aren't a dentist. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Go on. If if anyone else has got any Phil jokes out there, then uh, send them in to ctdapod at gmail dot com. Countries that don't exist anymore. Listener questions. Uh, well, let's go back straight to our first episode, which was Mercia. Uh, this is a, a, a question from Exister Chris. And Exister Chris asks, how come, right, Chris, this Chris, how come Chris has heard of Alfred the Great but not Offer? That's an interesting question. I mean, I can't account for what Chris does with his day. Um, but no. uh, it's it's not surprising that you haven't heard of Offer. Because how many, Phil, how many medieval people could you name, do you think? Uh, Alfred the Great. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. That, well, yeah, pretty much. And that's not, <laughs> that's pretty representative, I would say. Um, yeah. And that's one of the reasons is that lots of people don't really know that much about medieval people anyway, at the best of times. Um, Alfred mm. the Great gets a, obviously a bump because not only was he the last king to really survive the Viking encroachment into England, but he was also the king who went on to found England. So he's obviously a, a national hero of sorts. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Offa didn't really do any of that. He was unfortunately in the kingdom that, that disappeared. And in fact, actually, um, the the Queen of England, the royal family, they can directly trace their lineage back 
to uh, the kings and, uh, well, not queens, but the kings of Wessex. So there's almost a direct line. So that's a, a great reason um, for... Can they? They I thought can. they were all German. No, no. I mean, you have to oh, remember... Oh, but we're all German, that, though, yeah, aren't we, yeah, eventually? I mean, the temporarily yeah. German, but even then, you know, oh, God, um, family, royal families across Europe have been bonking each other uh, since man used fire or something yes, historical. From, from- from King Q to Queen A, but I mean, but, but I mean, I like to think as the historical know-all of of the two of us. I like to think I actually know yeah. a lot, but I only really feel like I know Offer because I've really sort of looked into him. I sort of had heard the name like Offer's Dyke, yeah. But actually, there are if you're into that subject, there are really famous Northumbrian kings which we didn't mention, and I, I'm the only one I really know about is one called Edmund, and that's only yeah. because his name was Edward the Deed Doer. Uh, and I ah. like that because that feels like the, the the basic expectation of a king that he does something. Um, yeah, and this is a guy also who doesn't procrastinate. Yeah, I think that's what you would like to know. Exactly, do. Uh, Edmund <laughs> gets things done. Edmund yeah. the box ticker. Um, yeah, okay. so I, I don't think that really is a. It sounds like a. It's a great name, but anyway, yeah. That I, yeah, so exactly. that's probably why I would say. Now, actually, I suppose if you live in the Midlands and you were interested in history, you you will you know you would have heard of Offer's Dyke, and there's a few. There's not an Offer-based theme park or anything, um, mm. but uh, you would have maybe heard a little bit more of it from the uh, the Mercian. Usually, some boring bastard on the local parish council, probably. But th- that's probably why you've not heard of him. I think also the offer doesn't have the great epitaph, although that was added to Alfred a long, long, long time later, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, I, believe I it was mean, added in like the 17th I, century. Or I something. think Alfred was maybe slightly more just Alfred. At the yeah, time. he was maybe Alfred the not bad, but could improve, and then he, he hmm. didn't want to give himself the full name. Yeah, people usually get the great later. Um, yeah. Can you name two other the greats, Phil? Alexander the Great. Uh huh. And Peter the Great. Yep, it's too easy. Damn it. Yep. So it's a three. <laughs> <laughs> Phil the Great. Phil, okay, yes, yes, well, Phil, Phil the Improving. To find out more, listen to Series 1, Episode 1, Mercia. Yeah, so this one um, is from Tom. This is from Exister Tom, and this goes back mm. to our episode on the Sultanate of Rum, who were the Ooh. predecessors, if that's the word to the uh, Ottoman Turks. And remember, mm-hmm. we had the guest, Nas Osmanilo, who's we... directly descended from that lot. I sure do. That was some excellent guest booking. So this is from Exister Tom, and he says, if you were from the Sultan of Rum, are you rummy, a rummer, or a rum donor? I would say probably none of the above. Um, <laughs> so it's it's super hard to know um, what people would have called themselves, or because it's also yeah. a Sultanate of Rum, so it's almost like... Yes. It doesn't. It's not like a nationality, you know. But that said, no. um, if so, if you were in the sort of ruling party, or you know, you're the people who arrived and conquered and stuff, mm. you would probably call yourself still a Seljuk or a Rum Seljuk, um, okay. because you'd still, you're still. That's your sort of heritage is the Seljuk yeah. Empire. So you yeah. probably think of yourself as that. But if you were one of the conquered Christian populations, then this, the answer is quite simple. You would call yourself a Roman, um, uh, because yeah. obviously Sultan of Rome, Sultan of Rome, Sultan of Rome. Yeah, they exactly. would still call think... themselves Romans. So I hope that answers your question, Tom. The answer is none of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, oh, here's a good question. This is from Exister Trini, hmm. who asks, uh, who have been 
or has been, depending if there's one or many, your favourite guest, guests, if there's one or many, so far? Ah, uh, difficult. Um, only because I think everybody has their own secret sauce yeah. to bring. And yeah. also, it's difficult to know if I really like the people who know a lot of stuff or are just mm. silly. Uh, or Yeah, it's tricky, so, isn't it? So that's difficult. I think it's fair to say Matt Mem was a good one uh, because... Yeah. They they know their stuff and also they're very happy to talk about being map men and that was I found that very entertaining. Um, yep. So they were so yeah I think I've I've really liked all of our guests uh, not least the returning Mike Shepard he's always good value. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I very much enjoyed Nasal's Madeley's readings. Yes, I and I, a, I enjoyed Kieran Hodgson's well knowledge oh, yes. of the sub. Like, he oh really, God, he knew he, everything. He knew, he knew his everything. Stuff. He really embarrassed uh, and me. And to be honest, <laughs> uh, dear listener, we didn't ex- expect him to. We're like we just he's he's yeah. funny and he he's he a does, comedian. Yeah, he does a bit of politics and a bit of history. So we thought he'll be interested, but I didn't had no idea that he already knew about it and he did some reading. Like it was great. And he knew yeah. about trains. So, you know, crazy, crazy level yeah. of knowledge. But I think everyone was, has been really good. And, yes. uh, oh, and of I course... I enjoyed Kieran as well from a production point of view that he went to the big trouble of putting a massive duvet over his head. It <laughs> wasn't too echoey, the sound. So thanks, Wow. Kieran. Okay, then. In that case, for putting a duvet over his head, it has to be Kieran. <laughs> uh, but no, I think I've enjoyed every... Everyone has brought something different to the table. So that's a good dodge. Oh, this is a, this is a question from a little guy who I may know. Uh, called Zenu, Zenu Jamal. Zenu asks Zenu Jamal. Zenu Jamal asks, "Dude, why didn't you explain? <laughs> why didn't you explain how the Ark of the Covenant came to Ethiopia?" In the, uh, I guess that's from the Axum Axum episode. Yeah, that's right. Because Zenu is uh, an Ethiopian himself, and he's yes. he's well, I wouldn't say friend of the podcast, but he's definitely a friend <laughs> um, so and he's uh yeah we've known him for a while and obviously ethiopia would be his his wheelhouse um so yeah good i suppose that's a good question bit passive aggressive but um actually <laughs> well like to answer it what i would say is to give you an idea of the story so menelik who was the first emperor and also um son of the queen of sheba story goes that his men stole the Ark of the Covenant without him knowing and then they brought it back to Ethiopia and then they were like ta-da and he was like nutty but then he was like well you didn't kill anyone so it can stay here um anyway yeah weird story and I think one of the reasons I maybe didn't include it is because it is just that it's a story and I know that I'm now going to get like a I don't know, like a crusade against me from the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, but probably it's not the real Ark of the Covenant. <gasps> da da da. Um, well, yeah. It's apparently not the dimensions or the descriptions of the Ark of the Covenant, and also, isn't it, no one's allowed to see it? Yeah. It, well, that's the thing, isn't well, it? Well, here's the thing, because I I um I used to have a friend at university who knew a guy, and I won't name him by name but he's called James Rimmer. And he used to be uh, one of these guys who, he, he, at school, he said like he had this supercomputer in his attic, right? <laughs> and it's like the most powerful computer in the world. And Nick asked him if he, if he could see it. And he said, no, he can't because it's like top secret. And if you kind of go in the room to actually look at it, it will shut itself down. Wow. And I he think, said, and he I, think said, I must why, have the why same Why don't you take a picture? Yeah, you do. I have the same and computer. Was... <laughs> it just shuts itself down and drops yeah, connections. Just if you look at it. Yeah. 
And then, uh, so he said, well, can't you just take a picture? And he goes, no, because it's got technology on it that detects if it's having a picture taken. And it will shut itself down if that happens as well. So that kind of reminds me of the Ark of the Covenant thing where you're, you're not allowed to look at it. Yeah. It's Did like, you ask him, a bit suspicious. Does, it, does it have a bullshit scanner? No, I turned it off. <laughs> yeah. Of course you did, mate. Yeah. I can see why. So that's my that's what I think about it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it is still a very important artifact to Ethiopia. So you know, I would I take some wraps for maybe not including it. You know, we yeah. do include a lot of stuff in each episodes, and sometimes it just doesn't make the cut because it interrupts the otherwise perfect flow of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope that answered your question, Zainu. Got a question here from Exister Nick. Um, I don't know I don't know how to answer this, Nick, but Nick says. What's with the funny accents? Um, uh, you can read funny in many different ways. Yeah. And I just... think he means in the second way of strange or unorthodox rather than amusing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's like, what's with the funny accents? Yeah. I, I don't know if he's American. He might be. Um, yeah. yeah um, well, I suppose you could look at it two ways. Uh, number one, yeah. we do accents, which we hope entertain and give color to the show, um, yep. avoiding certain accents, of course. Yeah. Everyone knows there's certain, certain ones you can't do. Uh, but, you know, where possible, do a French accent. That's always good. That's allowed. Yep. Uh, yep. These, I, we, didn't rate, we didn't make up the rules about what foreign accents you can do. We just we just follow them. There's an unwritten rule. Um, yeah. But the other side of it is that uh, it could be he might mean our funny accents and that's because we're from... Oh, Ch- our actual speaking voices. Yeah, that's it. It could uh... be, could be. Probably me more than you, Phil, because I have a weird accent, weird voice. Full stop. But um, I'm oh, we're, we're from too. yeah we're from Cheltenham, Gloucestershire. So maybe maybe he's picking up a bit maybe of a we slip bit of a burr. Yeah, a bit of a burr. <laughs> I'm sort of like Pip. Well, not like Pip. I'm like Ed from Great Expectations. I'm a bit yeah. like oh hello Joe, and then someone's like your father's a rotter, and he's like I'll fight you. I will. <laughs> Seems you've got uh, an ale or two. Yeah, that's it. So yeah. I, I do slip into it, I think. Well, actually, funnily enough, speaking of which, um, God, I got a complaint from my Italian housemate who Ooh. said that at the, at the beginning of um, Sultan of Rum episode, mm. uh, I did a disclaimer to apologise for the terrible accents. Mm. And then she said, where was your disclaimer at the beginning of your uh, Fourth Roman Republic Oh, uh, yeah, I thought it would be that one. <laughs> well, because it, it wasn't bad accents. <laughs> yeah, they were brilliant accents. That's so exactly what Italian people uh, say. Yeah, but we no, the, the, no, here's the thing about that. They were a great impression of a cartoon Italian chef. Not necessarily yes. a great impression of Italian folks. Uh, whereas I don't have any like turkish people i can we can imitate in the same way you know there's not like a turkish cartoon character that i know of probably in turkey oh by the way i was just going to say you know um that sultanate of rum uh question the other thing they could have called been called were turkish uh just because obviously sultanate of rum was also known as turkey called turkey outside of in western europe so there we go even Ah. back then yeah because the the turks came originally from way out east didn't they yeah way out east that's right Um, Turkmenistan. yeah that's right yeah um so but probably the the normal people at that point certainly wouldn't have thought of themselves as let's say turkish or turks because Mm. there's a very small amount of them here's a question that starts with a statement i like the statement Mm. i love the music this is from exister michael he said, I love the music. When will the countries that don't exist anymore soundtrack be coming out? Ooh. Ooh. 
Uh, that's a good question, Patreon. actually. Patreon. Yes. <laughs> so, actually, this could be... with. So, we're going to have a Patreon uh, that you can go to. By the time this episode comes out, you can probably go to yeah. patreon.com forward slash... You know what it is. C-T-D-E-A pod. Um, and you can join... Uh, and become a paid-up exister and member of the in-crowd. Um, so we, we believe, Phil, that uh, we will be uh, creating that as a downloadable goodie. We will be creating some soundtracks as a downloadable goodie. Yes, the extended versions of the originals, which is good, Ed, because you'll be writing some more lyrics as well, so oh, that will be one God. for both of us. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I, I know we only ever do one verse, and I think we should do two, or maybe yeah. three. So, yeah, there will be lots of treats and goodies um, if you sign up Including on Including the Countries Don't Need Anymore soundtrack. Yes. Um, also, also on, on the uh, Patreon, there will be the... Uh, various incarnations of the rejected theme tunes, the theme tunes that never made it. Um, So yeah, there'll be all sorts of interesting musical content. Do I have to sign up to hear the the theme tunes that never made it? Because I haven't heard them. Yes, you do. Oh, God. They're theme tunes that don't exist anymore. Old Gil never catches a break. (laughs) (laughs) So that's another bad bad accent, sorry. Yeah, that that will be coming up, so watch this space. Um, And here's a question from Gareth. Yeah, and he's got two questions, which Ooh. is greedy, Gareth. But here we go. That Garibaldi in between episode was fun. Colon bracket close bracket. <laughs> I think it's smiley I believe... face. <laughs> <laughs> it's smiley face. Yeah. I believe after meet meeting Italian troops in North Africa, the Anzac troops decided no Italian soldier was worth a biscuit. Question mark. Is that true, Ed? I think it's a joke, isn't it? About about um, biscuits and yeah, Garibaldi's I'm joking. and I'm stuff. Joking about oh, I'm joking. you double joked. Uh, yeah. Double joked. Uh, yeah. Uh, the actual question is, what's your no. favourite sound file from Age of Empires 2 and why is it the priest going, oh, no, no. Ah, well, that's... <laughs> I, I was totally like... The thing is like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was totally like... I like the ching, ching. Yeah, I, I actually... Because I, I was suddenly like... Ugh. I don't remember Age of Empires 2. And then I looked it up on you because Gareth is a long time listener. So I thought I should definitely yeah. make the effort. Um, and I looked it up and I just remembered. I was like, oh, my God. I was just like, I don't I know not this game. But I, I looked it up and I was like, holy shit. You must have spent about 200 hours on this bad boy. I remember you game. playing it for generations. So long. Oh, I've, I've yeah. spent so long playing history based games. It's it's ridiculous. I yes, Ooh, I, do you I, remember that cheat when you could get cars? <laughs> <laughs> yes yes so if you and don't they know, fire things out of the, the, the doors yeah if you just so okay yeah. uh, listeners if you don't know age of empires and age of empires 2 it's basically where you start off with a bunch of um like stone stone age people and then you build up yeah. your civilization and basically you're going for really nice horses and knights and stuff and that's when you can just yeah. absolutely steamroll all the other oh, and trebuchets uh, yeah trebuchets yeah. but then yeah you could actually put in cheat codes as phil said to have <laughs> missile firing yeah. cars so you get a sports car yeah and it fires missiles by opening its doors very quickly and closing oh them again goodness yeah i quite I, yeah. anyway i think you're right about the ding ding of the boats i i rather like them i thought it was quite atmospheric oh if you could do an episode this is from exister mark if you could do an episode about a country that still exists which we wouldn't because it's not the show mark mm. what would it be Ooh. um oh north korea 
Oh yeah, no, that's a nice one actually. North Korea. Yeah, North Korea is good. I think if it was a really big empire thing, Egypt, because obviously, but you know, way too much history to stack into there. But then there are some interesting ones for me, like San Marino, because it's like the oldest republic. I can't remember when it was founded, uh, maybe 1300s or something. Um, but wow. still existing, really interesting and tiny, you know, obviously tiny and just, yeah, really interesting. And I don't think very mm. well known by people. Um, and then otherwise, um, so I was listening to um, the history of the Byzantines. Uh, it's a great podcast, Byzantine history podcast. I think it's called, can't remember. But they talked about how the Bulgars came, de- came down into the old Roman Empire and form bulgaria and that's to mm-hmm. me was super interesting just yeah fascinating stuff so probably bulgaria actually it's... san marino so i said 1300 okay. i was bang wrong you can talk about a thousand years older than that um so wow. it's the it started in 301 ad and it's Wowzers. been the yes the uh oldest city in the world as a country and it's mm. the old oldest uninterrupted sovereignty um so yeah it's that's right i'm a bit annoyed at san marino for waiting to 301 that's like when you when you wake up and you know you check your alarm and it says 801 you go well i might as well wait for 815 <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> I think, why can't they do 300 yeah it's i just outrageous. they didn't they didn't get their shit together um, yeah, the admin yeah. uh, so that's what happens you know you're like oh fascinating okay. yeah it's like their podcast they're like we'll launch it okay speaking of podcasts here's a question from exister vic ed and he asks what are your favorite history podcasts Ooh, that's good well i i mean i would be we've heard it a million times but i would have to say history of rome because it got me into the whole thing like most people um that was the mike duncan one i don't actually like revolutions as much um but maybe that's because history of Rome was so epic and so hard to follow. Um, I think I would say hardcore history because it's so immersive, and I like ridiculous history because it's it's a lot of it's just a bit knock around, and they they do lots of obscure and interesting histories. And uh, how about you, Phil? Any you like? Oh, I really like the history of Rome, of course, but I also love the history of the Byz- Byzantine history. Yes, that's, that's the, that was the natural success. Was that to Lars it. Lars Brownworth's twelve the twelve Byzantine emperors or something? I think that's what it's. No, called. it's just a the history of the Byzantine. Oh Empire. yeah, that's the yeah that's right the history of Byzantium. Yeah, that, yeah that's really exactly. that's great as well. Um, a nice little follow one. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I so I like quite serious and immersive ones, but I really also do like the entertaining ones because I like my history served up with some amusement. And uh, speaking of which... Hence this podcast. Yes, but also hence another podcast I've been listening to, which is great too, which is That Was Genius, um, Uh, which is a... I think it's bi-weekly. It's very funny. There's a lot of chat and songs and all kinds of stuff. So definitely worth a listen. And I think we can hear from them, can't we, Phil? Yes, we can. Hello and welcome to That Was Genius, a little history podcast in which Tom... Hello. ...and Sam... Hello. Discuss history stories on a theme each week. We decide the theme a week in advance, but everything else that happens is a surprise. It's madcap, it's fun, there's terrible accents and appalling jokes, and we cover such highbrow history topics as the time France went to war over a ruined bakery. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then there was Priapus, the Greek deity who lived down at the bottom of the garden and had a very large dong that he liked hitting people with. <laughs> yes, genuine history, folks. And then, of course, there's the corner of Japanese folklore that is the Kappa, a group of bizarre otters who sneak into your house and use your bath and steal your prostate when you're not looking. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> we release a public episode every other week and a patron's episode every other week. You can find us on your favourite podcasting app. Just search for That Was Genius, a funny history podcast. That was beautiful. Thanks. Phil uh, edits all of these shows together, but does he actually pay attention? That's what we're going to find out as I do that big fat CTDEA quiz of the year sort of thing. There's going to be a question from everything and see how many you can get. Are you ready? Nice. I'm ready. Does that ever be? Okay. Phil. How many kingdoms in medieval England? Ooh, let me see. Septarchy, heptarchy, seven. Seven, correct, and some others if you want to be annoying about it. Next question. Republic of West Florida's west boundary was which river? Santa Fe. Mississippi. The Sultanate of Rum was also referred to as what in the west? Uh, the Turks. Uh, Turkey, correct? Yes. Who led the Fourth Roman Republic? Sort of. Garibaldi. Uh-uh. Mazzini. Uh, Mazzini is the other he one. He sort of led the troops, so half credit. Yes. Woo. Edward Teach or Edward Thatch was also yeah. known as. Blackbeard. Correct. Which town did the Republic of Pirates take over? Sp- St. Barnabas. Nassau. <laughs> said something that sounded uh, Caribbean-esque. <laughs> what were Incan knots called? Kipu. Correct. The first name of Baron Willoughby of Parham was? David. Francis. In what decade did the Republic of Rough and Ready declare itself independent? Uh, the 60s. 50s, 1850s. Uh, Name the ancient language of Axum. Oh. That's my answer. Okay, no, it's Geese. That's it, Geese. Or Geese. Name any major political figure from the Bavarian Soviet Republic. Oh, Prince Ludwig. Mm, I need another one, please. Oh, the guy on the toilet. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> could, I, I would have accepted Eisner, Toller, Franz Lip, or many oh, others. Franz Lip. I'm Franz Lip. That's what I meant. Okay. The Spartan school system was called what? Three hundred school. <laughs> the Agogi. Oh yeah. What was the full name of the Taiping Heavenly Kingdom? The Heavenly Kingdom of the people of Taiping. The Taiping Heavenly Kingdom of Great Peace. Oh, close. What was the capital of Quilombo dos Palmares? The one I couldn't say. Um, Macacao. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. So after all that, Phil, you got some right. Oh, yeah, that's my favourite score. All right. Well, if you you want to try that at home and you were just closing your ears or walked off to put the kettle on, I'll make that available on our website so you can play... 
the big fat CTDEA quiz of the year and a half, or however long it's been. Uh, well done, yeah. Phil. And so if you, you get you do if you get more than of. me, listener, then you have to come and do my job. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's right. that's the prize. Yes, and my job too. Uh, oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, well done, Phil. Well, thanks for, for that, Ed. I was quite pleased actually. I knew more than I feared I would. Yes, exactly. And uh, also, but you also made the questions really easy, so thanks for that. <laughs> well, I tried. Um, you knew your audience. Yes. A lesson you. that could be learned by us in countries that don't exist anymore. <laughs> countries that don't exist anymore. Well, that was that was a wonderful questions from you listeners. Really enjoyed that and I'm pleased with my score. Um so yeah, join us again next time when we'll be heading to our the place of our heritage Ed, won't we? Yes, um Guildford Surrey. Uh, if you go back far oh. enough. Oh yes, <laughs> beyond yeah. Guildford Surrey, beyond, beyond Guildford, uh, Surrey. Reading, beyond well, Cheltenham else Spa. God, we've lived in Spa. Some down and out rough and tumble places. We'll yes, be going uh, back to our long lost ancestors. Yes, that's uh, right. To Dublin, Ireland. Dublin, Ireland, that's right. What took place in Dublin, Ireland, Ed? Ah, well, it, the very medieval kingdom of the Viking Kingdom of Dublin, which was, it's really the founding of Dublin and the longest running Viking kingdom as well. So really interesting and something I didn't know that much about. So I was really, really exactly, enjoyed, yeah. really enjoyed getting I, into it. I that. had never heard of it before this, doing this podcast. So it, it's useful for something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, take that, Wikipedia. So do tune in for that. And also, uh, if you're interested in becoming one of our Patreon patrons, just go to patreon.com slash ctdeapod. Obviously, the website ctdeapod.com. Our Twitters, our Facebook, ctdeapod, always the same. Uh, yeah, and get in touch. And hopefully, you can be featured on our next Q&A episode. Doesn't that Woo-hoo! sound exciting? That's right. Certainly does. Certainly does. Join us next time on... Countries that don't exist anymore They used to exist but not anymore Now you know what this podcast is for It's countries that don't exist Real